lunchtime, and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from Studio A in the heart of Delray Gallery, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat in the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in toll-free at 888-565-1470 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe and a beautiful, what is it? Monday, 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 Monday. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry, ladies, right up front. We're going to apologize. He's got new toys in the house. We have all sorts of things going on. I'm going to share with you in a second, but before we get there. the size of this camera. Before. That's a big camera. You want a job? Do you know that camera's bigger than you? <laughs> if you hold on to its end, then it'll be humongous. Beautiful camera. Happy Monday to you, Freddie. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Watch your, your echo, mister. Watch your echo. Watch your echo. All right. Listen. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to South Florida Talk. Welcome to all our friends all over the country that are watching us. You're doing a great job of sharing it out. Numbers of fantastic people are having fun with this thing. That's good. And we have our countdown week. Oh, it's a big Don't go to that other thing. We're going to the countdown week. It's a big week. And look at the toy they got me. It's a big week. <laughs> now, when you don't listen to me... <laughs> is this what you're going to be getting? What do I get? Welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, 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 no, yeah. no, you don't get nothing. Oh, take one for no, <laughs> you get all the toys. You get the shoes. You get everything. I'm getting this. And this has a siren on it. So when you're out of, bounds, out of bounds, you know what happens? Now, we talked about this. I hate to have to explain to you, Dawn, that every time... Where's your bow? I gotta gotta fix it. Every time you say something and you're feeling sorry for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So this is all hooked up now. It's all hooked up? It's all hooked up. Not only are we doing this, we are doing sound bits today. Oh my goodness. We have all of our producers on board and they've been working on sound bits. We got everybody moving today. We got editing. Yes, it's a big week because number one, we are going to go to iPick on Thursday. Ladies off on Thursday, right? It's a spring break week. All week. Right. Thursday, we're doing our show live from IPIC in Delray, a brand new IPIC right on Atlantic Avenue. We're doing our show, we'll be there. Yes. Saturday is Brooklyn Cafe TV on Ice. We're going to be there doing When the Panthers play the Boston Bruins. Chef Z, I think, is the only one I know rooting for the Bruins, but we've sold 54 tickets so far. Steve O's buying a few more, and I think. I think we'll have 75 by the end of the week. By the end of Easy. the week. Easy. And we've got some tickets being donated, so that'll be incredible as well. So if you want to join our fund, go to our Groupmatics link, purchase your tickets. All proceeds, $6 from each ticket purchased through the link, goes back to one of the organizations that we're working with, and one of them happens to be Roots and Wings. And then that money then gets transferred to all the different projects that Roots and Wings does, and we're going to talk about that. So go to our Group Maddox links. Ticket prices are $35, $65, or $85 level. And $85 is in the Lord Stanley Loft, which is all-inclusive of food, drinks, beer, wine, a great place to network. 
before the game, I need to send out a memo, 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 yeah. to everyone coming because at 5.30, he says he got to listen to him. <laughs> Chairman's Club Lounge, we're doing a live show up in the Chairman's Club, up in the Panthers, top level, 5.30 to 7 is when the game starts. Enjoy the game, and then after the game, tickets all include going on the ice and doing a slap shot. So it's a lot of fun. It's a great networking opportunity just to get out and have some fun and support all of the amazing foundations that we're working with. It's really, really simple. All you do is you buy your ticket. In the box, it says, where do you want your proceeds to go to? You type in the organization that you want it to go to, whether it be Roots and Wings or some of the others we're working with and the Panthers will pay them directly. Nothing comes through us. Now, we dropped the ball on one thing. We forgot to make it simple so that if you cannot make it, like Lamborghini Champagne is buying tickets for kids that need tickets. And he needs a, a list of where he can make the donation because when you buy the tickets, you have to say where you're putting the tickets to. So we made a mistake because we should have a list available so that if you're going to do that as a company this is in my way right it is um, it's on facebook <laughs> what's on facebook the list it is not mm -hmm. yeah pretty much is that list on facebook it's on one of my posts but i'll give you another list oh it's on your post yes that doesn't make it easy to find i know it's not but we'll get all that <laughs> this is like i tell you it's, uh, <laughs> it's a crime <laughs> it is a crime <laughs> yes we are in new york she says, are we in New York again? <laughs> but I'm hoping more and more people come out and join our fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a big week. It's a big birthday week on the cafe. We're live at IPIC on Thursday. We've got Brooklyn Cafe on Ice on Saturday. It's just a lot of fun. It's spring break. We want to give back to our community. None of the proceeds, anything raised at the Brooklyn Cafe on Ice come back to us. As a matter of fact, we are paying to be at the Chairman's Club Lounge to give everyone a place to network and just have some fun. That's right. And none of the money comes to us. And there will not be a goalie when you take your slap shot, except I'm trying to bribe Dawn. Maybe she could put on. I got a jersey. It'll fit me and you and a few of our producers. It's so big, but I got one. <laughs> yes, that's why I'm saying we could put like pillows in it and you can go and slap the slap shot. <laughs> Listen, much. I gotta I gotta tell you, who made the coffee today? Steve O, right? I don't know. Yeah, he made the coffee. My goodness gracious. <laughs> Ladies, there is a warning on that coffee. If you drink that coffee, it's going to put Steve hair in your ears. Coffee? Yeah. That's hilarious. Because he wanted some. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you come here, it's your kitchen, right? Just help yourself have some coffee. I don't think we've got anything to eat at the moment, but we do have coffee and water. We got popcorn. Who made that popcorn? You taste that popcorn? I did. You and whoever donated all the organic popcorn? popcorn, thank you for that as well. You do? Yeah. Did you try that popcorn? No. Is this a trick question? What? The popcorn <laughs> is delicious. It is holistic. Holistic? Oh, no, organic. what is it? It's organic. It's vegan. It's everything except popcorn. It's not even real. <laughs> and thank you to whoever donated the bag of organic popcorn that we found sitting next to the popcorn machine this that morning. We got to ask Dan because there was a few big bags in there. So thank you for Huge. that. Give us a call to join our fun. It is spring break Monday at the cafe. And what better way to kick off spring break than to have some schools and teachers and principals joining us for the entire day. Give us a call at 888-994-4995. Send us a comment on Facebook, and they'll talk to you as well. They're putting some pieces together. A lot going on. There's a lot of people working today. So everybody here is a teacher? Not us. Teacher, teacher or principal. Teacher or principal. Who's the principal? Right here. Who else? Anybody else? Any Not other principal? Yet. So Everyone you're from Village Academy. Hold on. You're the principal. Yes. Yes, sir. Mm. We're going to have to treat you very different. And do these <laughs> teachers, work, any of these teachers work for you? All they, of them. they all do. They all do. Yes. Hmm. They must like you a lot to come out on spring break to hang out together. How the right? hell did you guys pull this off? If you call me on uh, my spring break, I says, what? I thought you were the sample. Well, Ted Hodgkinson's from Roots and Wings 
pulled this whole show together. He said, all right, he sends me a list. Everyone's coming between 12 and 1. I said, holy smoke, no. He had like 15 people in an hour. I said, let's do the That's entire okay. two hours. That's okay. I got a whole week. So we got the two hours. We got well, for teachers, I love it. Right? I love Slide. it. Slide. Slide. <laughs> this is right. You need this. Slide. That didn't work. Slide. <laughs> You're nuts. Welcome, Ted. Thank you so much for joining us and putting this all together. You ran away. Tell us what Roots and Wings has put together because I keep seeing you giving money away and honoring teachers and doing donations and more and more and more and your following grows. And it is, last time Ted was here, I was really left speechless, which doesn't happen often. And we kind of said, just take over the show because what you did was so remarkable. And here you, again, you've got all these teachers on spring break hanging with us at the cafe. Oh, thank you. Well, Tell us what's welcome. happening. Well, <clears throat> we, we honor teachers at all of the uh, Delray public schools. Um, and uh, we've been doing it now for three years. And several of the people in the audience and right next to me have been honored once or more than once. We went to the principals and we said we want to put together this program where you pick the teachers you through either nominations from your staff or whatever and let's go into the classrooms and let's honor these teachers who work so hard for our kids so they first said well does this cost us anything and we said no it doesn't cost you anything it just costs you your time effort and energy in telling us why these teachers should be honored because it doesn't happen very often that a teacher gets the acknowledgement that they deserve. And so this is one of the schools, this is, this is actually the largest in a sense in that it, it takes care of all the way from preschool all the way up through high school. Wow. So it's, uh, it's a very large school in terms of its teaching staff and diversity of that. So we go there and do the elementary school, we do the middle school, and we do the high school. And this young lady right next to me is the master of ceremonies of all three <laughs> with some good help from not only administrative staff but also from teachers like these. And every single one of these teachers that's here today has won an award. So my goal was not to be up here but to let them do the talking of what it meant to them both administratively as well as as a teacher as far as you know how good that hopefully good that made them feel when somebody acknowledged their hard work. Welcome ladies. You're Thank the principal you. for elementary through high school? Yes, including pre-K. Yes, also pre-K. How yep. many kids does that encompass? So a little under 700 students. A little wow. under 700, yes. That's pretty good. What That's a things. <clears throat> First of all, before we get started, and we'll get rid of you in a second. So good. <laughs> you get rid of me too. I'll be very honest. Um, before we get started, I want to thank you. My, my whole family on my side, my, my sister, my cousins, my ex-mother-in-law, all of them. All, and and, and Dawn. I have worked my for I have worked for the Board of Education um, as teachers and principals. My first job at Frank's Army and Navy was given to me by Mr. Goldberg, which was the principal of PS82. Of a thousand kids, they picked me and they they gave me a job out there. And I was making money at 12 years of age. It was just nuts. But I want to congratulate you on the awards that you've received and also the duty that you guys do. Because I'm going to tell you, there isn't enough shows, there isn't enough words to, to, to thank you sure. for what you do for our kids and how you bring it forward. So I am humble to have your presence here and any teachers you want to bring forward, always welcome on the cafe because it ain't easy being you. 
-hmm. It's a tough job. And even though we may hug you and kiss you and say thank you very much, that still ain't enough for what you guys do. You, our kids are more with you people than they are with us. It's true. You know, that's why when I was a football coach, I used to make my kids go to the schools and give the teachers something because if it wasn't for you guys, man, this place would be even worse off than anything else. So thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on here. You're welcome. Is Village Academy, are you part of the Palm Beach County School System? Yes, we are. We're, we are a public public school. Yes. Public school that goes through all three grades? Yes, through all three grades. Are you the only grades. school like that? We probably are the only school in Palm Beach County that services students from basically birth through 12th grade. I yes. think so, because that's why yes. I thought maybe you were a no. charter or a private. Public choice school, yes. That's unbelievable. And you're yes. located where? In Delray Beach, 12th Avenue in the heart of Delray. So I would say that we are probably the best kept secret in the South. Yeah, that's Virginia right here. Area. Yes. That's right here. Some very close. Right very yes. close Some 12th. Wow. Yes. And who, okay, 12th grade teacher. Who in here is a 12th grade teacher? No, they're on 12th Avenue. No, it's a 12th grade teacher. Yes. She's a 12th, 12th grade teacher She's a 12th, 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 12th grade teacher on 12th Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> that teacher's on 12th Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> That's 12 years old. <laughs> okay, so you teach a 12th graders. I'm getting to a point here. Okay. And then you have kindergarten teachers? Yes. And who in here is a kindergarten teacher? Anybody? Or pre-K? No, I don't think we have anybody here from kindergarten, but we have a pre-kindergarten pre Pre-K. Pre -K. Here. That's even smaller. Yes. So you even work smaller. Head Start, you said, right? Yes. Now my sister was a teacher, and she became a Head Start leader in New York City for 44 years. She was in that program, so I know that program real well. But the interesting aspect is that you have a 12th grade teacher and a pre-K teacher, and then you got everybody in, in between. So I like to talk to the older teachers because it's a little bit different, right? Maybe the psychology. The older kids. Yeah, because the psychology for the older kids is a little bit different than it is for the younger kids. But then you talk to the younger kids, and you got your work cut out for you because they're all over the place to begin with. How do you do it? I mean, you wake up in the morning. Did you wake up one day and decide you're going to be a teacher? Is that what happened? Well, you're a fourth grade teacher, right? Yes. You've been, how long have you been teaching? Um, this is my seventh year. At Village? Um, no, not at Village. But this is my second school, but my seventh year with Palm Beach, Palm Beach County School District. And where are you from? I'm from Broward County originally. Oh, she's a Floridian. She's teaching fourth grade. And what, what do you teach? What grade do you teach? Right now, <laughs> talking okay. to your mic, so okay. <laughs> Right now, I am doing eighth grade science. What did you do before? Um, oh, I did tenth grade. I did biology. Um, you did biology? Yes, and then I was in high school. You I went did, to high, high school, school and you taught I biology? Did, I was in high. I know, right? <laughs> I, I did high school and then I went to middle school. I kind of bounced around. I also did elementary school. Yes. So was this the, the all about biology sciences? Um, no, because in 11th grade, a few years ago, they got rid of that, so it was um, kind of comprehensive They got science. rid of biology? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying this all wrong right now. No, before, it was when I was teaching 11th grade science, right. it was comprehensive, and okay. then I moved out of, that was 11th grade, and so I moved out of the 11th grade science and did 10th grade, which is biology, and now I'm in 8th grade. You like, which one you like better? You know, it's a mix, because... High schoolers know when you tell them, hey, you know what, you're messing up, what? and they'll acknowledge that. Middle schoolers, they will argue with you. So, <laughs> you know, it's That's all in the mix. Middle schoolers, I think there's nothing worse than the middle school age. They're trying to find themselves. Yes, it's the they're hormones working, you know. trying to find themselves, they're trying to find 
boyfriends and girlfriends, trying to find lots of things in middle school. In middle school. school. Uh, so I, I only right. taught preschool and elementary school. Middle school, and eh, not so much. I taught special ed, elementary school, preschool. We're going to get to you in yeah. a second. Okay, so high school, right? 12th grade? Yes, actually, actually, I, I'm, I'm one of the ones that's been at Village since pretty much the beginning. I came in in 2000 as a, as a um, sub. In 2001, I was hired as a teacher, and I have been there ever since. Really? And I've tried to leave, but I can't for some reason. I know. <laughs> and uh, so, it's a yes, calling. I, I taught K3, and then moved to SAI, and then moved to high school. And I've taught ninth grade, ninth through twelfth grade intensive reading to our high schoolers. And so I do have the twelfth graders, and they're just babies. That's what they are. <laughs> they're afraid. They realize that they're about to move away from where they have been safe for 12 years, and it's very frightening for them. And, and so they do, they begin to confide in you, they begin to let you know. And if you treat them real delicate, you pull them aside from everybody else, they'll actually tell you, and they'll look. So 12th graders, that after that, they go to college, right? Preferably. Or go to work, or? Yes. <laughs> well, they go on to something else. Yes, they're, they're well. moving away from us. Right, so they're moving on, they're becoming young adults. That's right, that's right. Well, yeah, that's really interesting that you say that all of a sudden they begin to open up and talk more so than when they're in 11th grade. Absolutely, absolutely. Because know, reality I, sets in. And I think, you know, what is unique to Village Academy is the fact that when students enter our schools, they can, they can stay from basically pre-K, the Head Start program, all the way through the continuum. So that's what the school was designed to do. Um, so families can um, pretty much stay throughout their child's journey. So when Ms. Um, Ivory talks about the relationships and Ms. Solis speaks of the high school students and middle school students, there's truly a bond that is developed at our school because we really get to know the families, we get to know the, the students, and we have watched them grow. And, you know, our graduation rate is 100%. So really? one of our mantras is that we're small but mighty. So, you know, our numbers are not like your larger comprehensive schools, but I think at the end of their journey, when we can look back and say we graduated 100% of our students, that's something to feel special about and to know that we've, you know, we've um, been with our students from elementary, middle to high school, and some from, from pre-K. So. But your class size has to be small. If you're 700-ish from pre-K all the way up through 12, high schools are just 700, and that's just yes. from 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th. So your class sizes have to be smaller, right? Very the kids small. get more individualized attention. They can stay part of your family their entire schooling. Yes. Why don't more people know about you? <laughs> and, and how do we get into your school? And do you want people to know about you? <laughs> Would you like no, to put on a hat and glasses so nobody knows? Maybe we... I mean, <laughs> I mean, think about it, right? The biggest complaints are class size, my kids falling through the cracks. They have to switch schools between elementary, middle, and high and because of boundaries. The kids have to go different places, right? So they have, their friends are in different schools. But they can stay with you the entire time. Right, right. And small class. How many are per graduating class or per grade? So we, we have graduated classes as large as 45. And this year we're graduating a class as small as 14. 45 kids, not yes. 450. I graduated with, I think it was 20 for the whole mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. This, cl this class is 14. Yes, and it varies. So I, I could say, you know, Village opened in 2000. The first graduating class was 2011. I think we had about 45. I had just joined the Village Academy um, faculty as the Head Start program planner. And at that time, 
through, you know, since my time at Village, I've watched our enrollment sort of go up and down. But when you're a part of a district such as Palm Beach County School District, we offer so many options for our students. So there's a lot of voice choice. There's different options if parents choose not to go the public school route. There's charter. So as we've gotten better as a school district with offering more types of programs for our students, especially around the middle school and high school, our enrollment rate goes up and down. And I would say that's probably why we don't have more students coming and choosing a small school continuum because there's other things out there. I may choose to go to a larger comprehensive middle and high school because I want to be a veterinarian and they offer that particular program. So where we are at Village, we have little small um, tracks of um, programming that we offer our students and it just kind of depends on what students the direction that they know that they want to go on some of them find it early on others it takes them a little bit you know a little bit longer I find, what I find so impressive is that you're all here on spring break and you all work <laughs> together and you're a unity in your family I mean my daughter's a art teacher and she's down in Broward County Schools and there's not so much camaraderie between the different grades Elementary sticks with elementary, middles, middle. But the fact that you're all a family and you cross age lines is amazing with the kids, that you all stick together. It's remarkable. Pre-K pre starts at what age, five? Well, actually, our program has an early Head Start program, yeah, so they can do. start as young as six months. <gasps> six months. What? Yes. We have diapers. What? You have diapers? Yes. <laughs> we have two classrooms. You have two um, classrooms for six-month-old children. Well, one classroom. All right, somebody get some cameras and get the hippo thing. I got to see this thing. Are you serious? Yes. You're changing diapers and you're teaching these little kids and are you running the Head Start? I am actually a three-year-old lead teacher. So my classroom is a three-year-old classroom. How many kids are in your class? 17. And then I have two other co-teachers that work in the room with me. Wow. This is like mind-boggling. Okay, so let me, you know how hard it is when you're a single mom or dad, because in my case, I wasn't single, but I had to find somebody to take care of my kids in school. I had to wait till they were five, right? This is, this is craziness. So how long are they in school till? Two o'clock, one o'clock, 10 o'clock? Well, they, they begin at 7.30 and then they can stay as late as 5.30 with the aftercare program. But typically, um... It runs from 7.30 to about 2.15. A six-month-old. The six-month-old, yes. And Head Start, you're through the county, they do early intervention, and they go through, like, child find to get into Head Start? Well, they can actually go to the school and register. We have um, family workers that work with them, work with registration and things like that. Well, you make it really easy. This is like, this <laughs> is unbelievable. unbelievable this to make it that easy. I'm shocked. Wait till my sister sees this show. She's going to say, what? <laughs> right? You don't have to jump through the government hoops and go here and there and child find and be diagnosed. And you can just come to your school and meet with somebody. Right. Yes. That's remarkable. And I got to tell you something. My two boys went to Head Start. Gio was fortunate enough to go twice because he was a little smaller than Freddie. But <laughs> you know, my, don't, don't say that. But my sister put him. It makes a big difference in a child's development to go to a Head Start. It really does. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to talk about is the label public school. Can you hold okay. that until we get back from No. Break? You know, not for nothing. Hold yes. that thought. Let's give us a call. 888-994-4995. We're going to talk about, really want to label public school? No, I want to talk about when people say public school. I, you know, I'm from the Bronx. I am a product of public school and very proud of it. 
I don't understand what this whole charma, karma, whatever the hell else you got going out there is all about. Whatever. I don't get it. Yeah, I'm going to get educated. Educated. 12th grade teacher, he needs you to educate it. Listen, I am an NYU grad, and I went full ride, baby. That's right. And I could have gone to the pool and everybody else, so don't give me that. I want to know what's going on. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a new business opportunity with residual income from the convenience of your own home? Are you looking to help people and yourself take control of your health, lose weight, and feel great at the same time? It's time to drink and drop the pounds with Cafe Canna. No need to keep inventory or sit in an office. With two simple sachets a day, you'll receive your daily dose of coffee, CBD, and an appetite suppressant. Contact Bev today at 954 612 one two seven one or visit their website hempshopstore.com drink and drop the pounds to a new business and healthier you at carmen care advanced laser therapy our professional team specializes in finding the best alternative laser therapy treatments for your painful conditions do you suffer with chronic pain a post-traumatic injury or simply looking for the benefits of cell rejuvenation to the If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would just listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. A voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E to 80800. Pure Wave, supercharge your cells, energize your body with Pure Wave therapy. Are you ready for improved cell regeneration, less discomfort, a longer, healthier, vital life? Contact purewavenow.com for your consultation. Pure Wave technology strengthens the immune system and metabolism while activating hormone production. Purewavenow.com, 561-965-7777. I don't know what happened. Sorry, guys. I don't know what happened. And we're back. Call 888-994-4995. We are here on Spring Break Monday with teachers and principal of Village Academy in Delray Beach. What a remarkable concept that you have from, it's not even pre-K, it's like birth, Birth. pretty much. It's birth through 12th grade. Truly unbelievable. You go through SATs, you do all of that programming with them, everything. She's shaking her head, yes. From the cradle to college. Wow. And what about testing? You're, because you're public school, you do all... What's the new testing that they're doing now? FSAs? Or they FSA. It's yes. still FSA. Yes. They haven't changed that yet. It's still FSA. What the hell's an FSA? Standardized test. <laughs> what is it? Florida Standards it's... Assessment. 
And we're about to embark upon our testing season. So we start April 2nd, right, Ms. Matillis? Yes. Um, she kicks it off with our third, fourth, and fifth graders and then on to our middle school and high school students. So we've been preparing all year. What grade do you take this test at? Starts at third grade. And oh, it starts and never yes. ends? Or yeah. you take it every year? Many <laughs> times so, they want to test me. So third through tenth grade. Um, Seven years of tests? Yes. And what happens yes. if you fail one? Well, you'll take it again. The test or the class? <laughs> or the, the year? The assessment. It's either the um, Florida Standards Assessment, and for some of the high school students, you have end-of-course exams for eighth grade. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, No, not eighth grade. For algebra, geometry, U.S. history, and biology. And then our third, fourth, and fifth grade, they take a version of English language arts, writing, and um, math. Now, I thought they were trying to change and get rid of some of this testing. When my kids were in school, it wasn't, I think FSAs came to be right at the end. And they were all excited because it was better than the FCAT. So this was like the new up and coming, this was going to be amazing. And now they want to change the FSAs, right? They said, what, another year? They were talking about changing some things? That's what we've been hearing. Got to love public school. And there you go, public school. <laughs> they don't do it in the charter schools and the private schools? They, don't they do, do different testing, I think. Oh, really? They get around it? No, it's just called something else. Is it the same test? No. I don't think so. At least not when I grew up. It was different. So let me get this right. Let me get this right. So if I go to a private school, I don't take FAS? FSA. FSA. No. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. What the, the, and he says, ABC? I don't listen. Just saying. I don't take ABC? No, you take other I tests. I think he gets the bill. <laughs> well, it shows you how much I know. So after everything that's going on in the whole world about people cheating to get into college and everything mm. else, you're gonna tell. That's right. Hey, listen, this, we don't we don't keep we don't keep nothing secret in here. You're gonna tell me that if I pay, I don't take the FSAs. That one? No. No. I get another test that maybe is a little bit different because I paying the money. Yes. Uh huh. Let's get back to this branding thing. <laughs> <laughs> because I am a Being product the of the school? public school. That's right. And I remember I went to PS 109, PS 82, D. Wick Clinton High School, all of these schools. Any from New York? Public. You know what he's talking about? Yes. Yes. Yes? Where are you from? Well, originally I'm from Belize. But Get I a little closer. In, I lived in New York for a while. Where so in New York? The Bronx, 167th in the Grand Concourse. I know it very well. Yankee Stadium right there. That's right. You, you, <laughs> you grew up in the zoo. Yeah. Grand Concourse by the courthouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I used yeah. to work for Charlie. Ra no, I used to work for Wrangell, but it was Dinkins was there when I was there. I remember Mayor Dinkins. Yeah, I do. Actually, worked for him too. Mm -hmm. Giuliani. Yep. Worked for that maniac mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, public school. You remember D. Wick Clinton up in? Yes, uh, absolutely. Part I of went the to PS one forty three. I know them well too. Played against them in softball. I um, was a product of public school education, right? And I noticed that people would say, "Oh, public school." Oh. Public school. Now, your public school, it does it from Jesus, from birth to whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's, outra that's outrageous. Public school education is looked at as what? Is it, I mean, the tests are harder, easier? Is it looked like you got to go in there to survive? Is it like growing up in Yankee Stadium? <laughs> I, had a f I had fun. It was great. I loved it. Okay. I had no problems whatsoever. Okay. So. I think, like anything else, it starts from the top. It you went to public school? No. Why not? If it starts from the top. <laughs> you want to know why? You don't really want to know why. And here's the my, But my kids are products of the Palm Beach County Public School System. All right. My kids went to Del Prado, Omni, and Spanish River. And then they went to University of Florida Public School. They went where? 
Del Prado Elementary, Omni Middle School, and Spanish River High School. Oh, those are public schools? Yeah. You, got, you ready for the bit? You ready for your bit? All right. Now, it just <laughs> grinds my gears. Yeah, like. What the hell was that? That's what you <laughs> <laughs> It's grinding. Is that grinding my gears? Yes. Unbelievable. Are you, are you, look at this, they're dying in there. Are you listening to this? What the hell is that? Sounds like a guy it snoring. Grind, what grind your gears? Okay, enough of that. <laughs> it sounds like my carburetor just died. It, it, sounds like, it sounds like me snoring. What grinds my gears is that there's this look at public schools a certain way and then these other private schools another way, and then I find out the testing's different. Well, there's a whole lot of public schools, and you've got the gifted, and you've got the non-gifted, and you've got the Title One. So in public school alone, you've got a whole umbrella of Title stuff. One? What is are Title you, One? Are you guys Title One? We are Title yes. One. That's what I thought What so. is that? What yes. is Title One? It means that 90% or more of our students are receiving free and reduced lunch. Or you're giving food. So, <laughs> which one? No. He doesn't understand. It's so, a different socioeconomic yes. system. So, the, the majority of our families that we service are um, at a certain level um, in regards to socioeconomic status. But, you know, one thing that I can say about the District of Palm Beach County is no matter where the school is, from the furthest north end, from the furthest south end, is that, you know, we believe in a system where we are creating a world class education for students. So, when you talk about what's the difference between public and private, you know, in my eyes as a school principal, um, that's responsible for safety and um, academic growth is like school is what you make it. And, you know, today I think it's an example of who we are. You know, it says a lot for me to have a couple faculty members here with me today on their spring break. Yes. You know, Village is such a unique school. I mean, I, I cannot compare us to any other school in our, our school district. And it takes um, hardworking people like the ones in this room and that work at Village Academy to work at such a school um, that is so unique in its needs and the families that it serves. What would you like to see different? Um, in, in education or at my school? Let's yes, talk about education because your school be too easy. So what I would like to see um, in education is, you know, I really would like to be defined in a school system beyond a school grade versus the individuals that we graduate at the end of their their journey from from early education all the way to high school you know so much has happened with standardized tests you know that's what we are held accountable to and that's important but i truly believe that a school is more than a, a testing grade Agreed. um the statistics that go along with that and yes we have to have those things in place but it should not define you know who the, the person that I'll become as I matriculate through the system. And wouldn't it be nice if actually they could be defined by their growth and who they become, right? Exactly. When they get out of school, right. whether it's an A or, I mean, yes, we want them all to be literate when they leave the school and understand math and the concepts, but social skills, we've talked about that. Social, Life emotional skills, emotional school, mm -hmm. the, what happens on social media, how to deal with bullying, how to be kind to each other. Certainly. You know, at the end of the yeah. day, to claw and get these A's, if you're not kind to each other, then what have we actually taught our kids, right? <laughs> right? We've taught them what's no better than what's going on in the rest of the world. What example are we setting? Well, speed of education. If you got somebody who's a little bit slower and somebody who's a little bit faster, how do you make, how do you make that adjustment in a classroom? Yeah, in a graduating class of 14, right? You have to have all types. How do you do that? How you do differentiate you? instruction. You know, you know where your kids are. You know their needs because, I mean, for some of my kids, I've known them literally since elementary. <laughs> since birth. Well, you, yes, you received two awards, Ted said, through yes. Roots and Wings. Mm -hmm. 
All these teachers here are or award receivers. Awards. No, this is why I'm asking because I'm hoping that people are watching. You know, when I was growing up, I was smart delay. Smart delay means you told me what I was going to learn, and it took me a little bit to learn it. Absolutely. Smart yeah. delay. That was me. But that's you were learning, you. right? But I was learning. Right. That's what yeah. they. That's that's what I was called. Smart delay. And I was a straight A student, all from birth, and I had no head start. But but I didn't catch on as fast as let's say Hector. Hector caught on faster. Being being an intensive reading teacher who who teach students, and by the time they're in the eleventh and twelfth grade, it means that if they have not yet passed the FSA, which is because it goes until tenth grade. After that, it becomes a retake. So what happens at that time is that you to tell a tenth or eleventh or twelfth grader that you can't read. No, you tell them that you just don't read like everyone else. And so you make it personal. And I let my children know that for me, reading is not what Jim or John can do. It's what I can do. Take your time, learn. So when you build their confidence as 11th and 12th graders, that's what you have to do. They come back and say, thank you, Mrs. Ivory. I did not do that. You did it because you began to believe in yourself. Now, this once they begin to believe in themselves, they automatically, they're excited, and they do better, and they achieve. Let me ask you about this reading thing. I was the best reader in the world. Man, they used to put me up in front of the church because I used to recite, and I was very <laughs> colorful. But I could not retain what the hell I was reading. You couldn't comprehend it. I, and they, I, that was my problem. You could read words, but you could not hold on to I couldn't hold on. So they said it's because my parents were Hispanic. They didn't speak a lick of English, nothing in English, so... I had to sort of think in Spanish and write in English. I mean, I was a total mess. But they, I, even to today, reading comprehension for me is not easy. I got to lock myself and really focus. How do you, if you, when you meet kids this way, how do you over? I'm just asking for myself. How do you overcome this? Well, can I, before Ms. Ivory, I want to answer this question by saying, and saying it in front of the staff that's here, is that what... Um, people don't see in public education is that when these young ladies and these men, they work beyond their regular hours. So you asked early, like, how do you do it? Well, there wouldn't be a day that I, you know, I would leave Miss Solis' car in the parking lot. She's got her her classroom open for tutorial hours. Miss Matillis is here. Wow. She's a part of our morning tutorial program. So, you know, there's a small stipend, but I, I just want to put a plug in right now for um, Roots and Wings because because of um, Ted's support, you know, we're able to supplement the teacher's salary a, a tad bit. Um, clearly not enough, but they're in from 7 to 7.30. They're working after school hours and sometimes without pay. They are giving beyond the hours to actually get to those students that are struggling and I like to not call them struggling students I'll say striving students and they're not reading where they, they they're not reading where they need to be just yet like so they do it by giving those relentless hours that I, that are seen sometimes because they're at work other times it's the work that they put in outside of their regular um school hours so we're live on the radio and I want to say thank you guys because I nearly couldn't do it I couldn't tell you thank you enough so Ted how much money have you given to Village Academy well we've given we've given uh, the awards which obviously are a small amount of money more more the recognition really we give the teachers a hundred dollars fifty dollars to go out and celebrate their nice. their award and the other 50 to repay them generally for 
supplies that they already purchased in the classroom as opposed to buying new ones, but sometimes they'll buy new ones with the money instead of replacing the funds to the other way. But we've given each school in Delray, each uh, elementary public school, 5000 extra dollars this year so that they can develop a program themselves. It's not, uh, we want them to help with their re reading at the lower level is the most important. It's the first key really to success in life. You have to be able to read or you will not be successful. So we want them to be at the earliest age possible to put some programs together. And so that, that's what we've really done. But we haven't, we've earmarked it for reading, but we haven't earmarked the exact program or the way in which we want them to do it because they know their students the best. Mm -hmm. So every school is a little different, whether it's, um, I mean, Banyan Creek has probably more Title I kids, but isn't a Title I school because of the percentage you have to have. So every school would be a little different in what they're trying to do with, uh, with the funds. Morikami, everybody says, oh, that's a, that's a really uh, great school, and everybody's wearing a little badge on their, on their shirt when they go there, but 20% of those kids, they need help. The other 80, they'll hire a, they'll hire a teacher if they need the help, but the other, the other 20 don't have those funds. So it's that, that $5,000 can go to really improve those kids that need it the most. It's which true, is, those are the kids that fall through. And I actually, what when my kids are going through it, the kids right in the middle are the ones that fall through the cracks. Mm -hmm. Because you've got those that are gifted or can pay for a tutor, right, to supplement. You've got the kids that really are getting intensive work from the staff and after hours and programs in place by the school system. But it's those kids right in the middle that can go either way. And they sort of, they get by, they need help. Maybe they're not doing so great on their FSAs, but it's not enough to retain them. Mm -hmm. And those are the kids, I think, that really need the help because they're the ones that are falling through the cracks or just scooting by and they're getting through the system, but they could, at any moment, could go either way. So your program, Ted, is remarkable. That $5,000 to each elementary school in Delray Beach is remarkable. Well, we have, our, we have two schools currently. We do second and third grade reading programs after school. And the first time, when we go into those schools in the beginning of the year, the first thing we say to the kids is, what is the most important thing you can do to be a success in life? And of course, they don't know the answer. But the answer is, you've got to show up. If you don't show up, you can't be a success. So we give all those kids a t-shirt that says perfect on it, if they have perfect attendance, because we want to bribe them into <laughs> success. We want to shake their hand and congratulate them when they improve in their iReady tests. And we're going to be in all the schools with that program, ultimately, because my board is committed to helping us raise funds to do those sorts of programs That's in the schools. That's true anything, right? Even as adults. Even if we want to grow our careers or grow as ourselves as a person, just show up. We yeah. talked about that Friday night. <laughs> just show up. Let's go to commercial break. When we come back, more with the teachers and principal and Roots and Wings from Village Academy. Give us a call, 888-994-4995. And Freddie, yeah. just show up. Just show up. We'll be right back. <laughs>
planners, an American Express travel representative has a tremendous reputation for quality, service, and very competitive pricing for all of your travel needs. As a cruise planner's travel advisor, Paul Vadiano will help you discover exciting adventures around the world, from cruises to land tours and completely packaged vacations. Paul specializes in all types of travel and will create an unforgettable vacation, wedding, or event just for you. Find Paul at www.cruiseoptics.com, on Facebook, or by phone at 561-232-2626. We make your travel dreams come true. Grind my wheels. I didn't work out too well. <laughs> and we're back at the Brooklyn Cafe TV. Give us a call, 888-994-4995. We've got principals and teachers from Village Academy. We've got Ted with us from Roots and Wings. We're talking about how to want school. And I think the best advice, right, is, Ted, you said just show up. We have a show on Friday night. And it's about motivating and getting you through the weekend as adults. And the most important thing we can do as adults is show up, right? We want to further our career. We have to take continuing ed courses. All the things we have to do, we want to meet people, network. Here the ladies are here today. Show up. Now, do you offer internships to the high schoolers? Not really. Um, you ever thought about it? We have. I, I think a couple of years ago, um, we were a part of under-job training. I think it was called OJT. When students were, um, they would attend school for a couple of hours, and then the other part, they would go out and they would, would work. Um, not at Village Academy, but I know around our district, we do have students that are working and, um, and, and going to school. We have quite a few um, students this year that are actually doing dual enrollment. So they're not working. They're actually obtaining college hours right now. At the, so, you know, at the school, at universities and stuff? Uh-huh, Palm Beach State College, yes. We have a, um, at least about probably a good 20% mm -hmm. of our um, wow, seniors. Wow, that many? And seniors that are taking really? classes at the college. Um, some of our students do work after school, so they're pretty good at balancing work and school and even some that are taking the college-level courses. Really great for them because, one, they can graduate and already have college hours. If they are... Um, 
playing their cards right, if I should say, or really following the guidance of guidance counselors and teachers, they could actually um, maybe end up graduating with their AA before, you know, or at least having a good 20-something hours along with their high school diploma. I want to ask the ladies before we run out of time, what's the most rewarding part about being a teacher? We can start. Don't everybody Just jump at once. making a difference in their lives. Um, the kids sometimes look to you as a parent. They're with you all day long. And just seeing them change from, you know, how they were in August to, you know, the growth that they've made throughout the years, like, that just, that means a lot to me. To have students come back to you after they leave and say thank you <laughs> and say, wow, you were right to let you know. Just to come back and say hi, let you know that, they appreciated what you did, and, and it's the most rewarding thing. And for me, I just look for, if I can see a difference in just one out of that 180 days, it makes all the difference in the world. That's the reward that we look for daily. Remarkable. When they know they can come to you and talk to you, and for example, after school, they are with me. We have a French club. I'm a French teacher. That's why I wanted that they want to talk because of my accent. Why? Your accent is fine. <laughs> Listen, try being try to be a Puerto Rican that can't speak English. And then you talk to me about that. Yeah, the connection we have, you know, and I'm really attached to them. That's really important for me. I have a group. Uh, we, we went to field trip together. We just went to the Palm Beach uh, field trip and we won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, on Saturday, we, you know, even beyond that, uh, because it's not during school day. On Saturday, we went to Boca High to that, uh, for that field trip. That was really, and parents, we, we were about 17 together that day. And I think, I think that really, that's really we are in to, you know, to have that connection with the children and even the family. And how about Head Start? You have babies. They're not saying, oh, thank you right now. <laughs> well, we do get a, a lot of I love yous and hugs. And my favorite part about this job is what I call aha moments. And it's when you've been teaching something over and over. And for them, it's so young and it's new to them that once they get it, their face just lights up and they're like, oh. I got it. I understand it. I can do it. And then they're more open and excited about school. Yeah, I love my kids. Um, but just the reward of seeing them be successful. And, you know, sometimes they start off a little bit iffy and they get like, Miss Solis, I can do this. And look, I got, or, you know, they come back with the transcripts from um, Palm Beach mm -hmm. or And they're like, all A's. And, you know, I've, some of them I've had since sixth grade and I'm seeing them now, 11th graders prepping them for their ACT and things like that, and, and they've grown so much. How do you get through those frustrating days when they're not listening and you're doing all your classroom management, all the things that you do, and say, oh, man, I, I got to go back and do this again tomorrow. How do you get through those days? You do, because you know what? I, at least to my kids, I say, you know what? Right now, lines of communication communications severed, so you take a break with Mrs. So-and-so and whatnot, and we'll try this again tomorrow. We'll do it another day. And you know what? You have to meet each other. It's like a family. I, I, I love you tomorrow, but right now it's not working. So let's take a break. And that's how it is. Because they're going to be back the next day. So you got to figure out how it's going to work. Right. Ain't no different than going to work and having a bad day. Well, I know that. But when you go to work and have a bad day. Yeah. 
And then you kind of come back to more start all over again. <laughs> but this is what happens, right? We've had we had Facebook crash the other day. We couldn't do productions, and then it dawned on me I could still do production. I just couldn't do it on stupid Facebook. But you got thirty kids throw. Well, someone picks up a scissor. Someone throws a pencil. Things that are beyond your control. Somebody throws a scissor. Kids what kind of school do you go to? Kids do things. They do things. You know, they, they find a pencil. Scissors. They go boom. They, that yes, I got. They, look, they look, touch look. each other when they, they shouldn't show you touch that? each other. Ever show you this? Ever show you the mousetrap I no, laid no. on your hand? You see this? Yeah. That's a lead pencil piece. See, so I'm not crazy. I got that in the sixth grade, Man. and it's still there. How'd you grow up? They stabbed me with a pencil. So you know I'm not right. So imagine being your teacher, and this happens. It's beyond your. Well, control. my teacher blamed me. He said, "Freddie, stop talking." <laughs> I was crying. <laughs> um, do they still have the special class that you can go from the seventh to the ninth? The SP classes, like where you skip. Yeah. So there's, I don't. We we don't do any skipping. I think now students are placed basically on you know where they fall academically. So if you're Scoring in the higher quartile, um, teachers are trained to one differentiate right within their classroom, you so you're not having to, you know, have students to skip grades, you know, especially at the high school and the middle school level. You know, if students are um, moving through the curriculum, they're accelerated. They're able to go on a different path um, in regards to what coursework will be put in front of them. Gotcha. All right, because all? Yeah. I was skipped. You were, and I didn't realize that when you go to college and you're 15, you're the youngest one in the class. That didn't dawn on me. And my mother did not want to sign the papers. It was my sister's influences. No, you got to let them go. I think New York did that more than Florida. My mother skipped too. No one here I know skipped a grade. You're talking about your mother and me are right there. Yeah, I know. And I'm starting to wonder about the New York but, public school but, system. But I had to take that test, the geometry test. They had a name in the day. And I was stinky in math. Boy, I couldn't do math for nothing. Again, they skipped you. They skipped me. Math, I got language, a se- I must have gotten like a 71. But I passed. Just saying. And I kept going. Have you all always been teachers or any of you changed careers to become a teacher? I didn't. I did graphic design. You did this what? I did graphic, graphic design. Graphic design? Yes. Really? I was a teacher. And now you're a science teacher. Yes. I remarked. I love biology. It's the best science in the world. What made you switch? <laughs> um... Well, I was working seven to seven. It was a, you know, it was great pay and everything. It was wonderful, but I never saw my friends. I was always at work. What friend? I know. <laughs> I didn't ask. You were always at work. And, and now you see your friends? Yes. You do? Yes. Because I, actually I was living in California at the time. And oh, that's why. Yeah. And so, you know, my weekends were gone. I was at work. And I'm like, you guys, how do you? They're like, be a teacher, be a teacher. So, you know what? I became a teacher. How long were you living in the Bronx? Yay. I was there for about nine years. Really? Yes. If you have one tip to give fellow teachers, what would it be? Keep improving your craft. Be patient. Are you a patient woman? I'm working on it <laughs> every day. But if you don't have any patience, there's no way you can do this job. Really? That Latoya? Is so cool. Hmm. I would say... Um, truly love what you're doing and I think when I get out of bed put my feet on the floor I absolutely love what I'm doing I know that I'm wearing green today but I think I wore it because I was feeling kind of lucky or blessed you can say because of the partnership with with Ted and um I became a principal in I think 2015 I've been in education for almost 22 years and to up until this point, I did not 
realize how fortunate um, I am to work in the city of Delray Beach. I think you asked me a question earlier about like how do you do it or you know what do you guys do? Do you offer internships, externships, and those things? But those things happen at Village Academy um, because of people like Ted and the city of Delray Beach. Like it is like the place to be the principal. I don't know what I would do if I was not working in a well, at Village <laughs> or at a Delray Beach school. Like Delray Beach really gets behind um, their school. So, you gotta love Delray. It helps it. You know, it adds a little extra to, you know, to loving what you truly do. So. And it's up and coming. You know, they're making everything just north of us. Everything's going up, mm-hmm. scale, and everything else. Um, and you can wear green whenever you want. Yeah, but I was feeling extra lucky today. <laughs> Thursday, if you guys Still. are off and around, come join us at IPIC. We're oh, going yeah, we're we're to be at IPIC doing our show live remotely there. We're going to switch over to are a we? 1 o'clock hour. Are we? Stay tuned. Give us a call, 561-565-1470. Thank you, ladies of Village Academy, Roots and Wings. More to come. More schools coming up on the 1 o'clock hour. We'll see you in a few. A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately, because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment, and that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs, face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke, fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. 1470 AM and 95.3 FM, the Health and Wealth Radio Network. Tune in for Spiritual Downloads with your host, Anna Stevenson, Saturdays at 4 p.m. WNN, the Money Talk Radio Network, is WSBR Boca Raton, W280DU Boca Raton, and W245BC Lauderdale Lakes. They say it should be impossible for bumblebees to fly because their wings are too small for their bodies. But bumblebees don't care. They just fly. Bright Expectations is dedicated to helping our Florida residents with special needs and unique abilities find the resources, support, and inspiration that they and their families need to break barriers and achieve their dreams. Visit www.brightexpectations.com to start your journey today. This message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Now you can get Talk 1470 WNN on 95.3 FM, too. Loud and clear, Health and Wealth Radio, WNN. WNN, If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would just listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power, a platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions, a voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. 
Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E to 80800. Cruise Planners, an American Express travel representative, has a tremendous reputation for quality, service, and very competitive pricing for all of your travel needs. As a Cruise Planners travel advisor, Paul Vadiano will help you discover exciting adventures around the world. From cruises to land tours and completely packaged vacations. Paul specializes in all types of travel and will create an unforgettable vacation, wedding, or event just for you. Find Paul at www.cruiseoptics.com, on Facebook, or by phone at 561-232-2626. We make your travel dreams come true. Lunchtime, and the Broken Cafe is open for business. Live from Studio A in the heart of Delray Gallery, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat in the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream-making. If you have a story to share, a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in toll-free at 888-565-1470 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. You're on. Yes! Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe. And that, that voice you heard what was, that? was Mr. Duff, ah. who is working the board today. Hi, good morning, Duff. How you doing, Duff? And he doesn't good morning, know. not all that well either. I know, I know. When you ain't done it for a while, it gets a little bit challenging. But Duff is on the board. Call him up at 888-565-1470. Keep him busy. And let's mess him up. Let's light up the board. Let's light up the board. 888-565-1470. Happy Monday to you. Big week coming up. We just had this conversation. Yeah, it was on the 12 o'clock <clears throat> hour. Oh, this is part two. This is part two of our big week coming up. Ah, we have to let people know about the ice capades There's a, there's on a lot Friday. coming up because this week happens to be <clears throat> a birthday week. And on Thursday, if you're in the area, we're doing a live show with the Brooklyn Cafe TV at IPIC, the new IPIC in Delray Beach on Atlantic. Tomorrow we get to go do a walkthrough. Thursday we're going to be there live from 12 to do, broadcasting our 12 show. 12 to what? 12 to 2. You said 12 to dude. 12 to 2. Dude too. 12 to 2 we're going to be at IPIC. And then Saturday, what we've been talking about for how many months? Three and a half months. Brooklyn Cafe TV on ice. It starts at 5.30 up in the Chairman's Club when the Florida Panthers play the Boston Bruins. We're going to be there at 5.30 doing a show, live streaming a show, all ticket prices. Everything that you buy through the Groupmatics link includes parking, admission, the game, 
free slap shot after the game and before the party up in the chairman's club. It's our way of giving back to our community. When you buy the link, $6 from every ticket goes back to one of these amazing foundations you see in this video, including Roots and Wings that we're talking about with for the entire two hours today. Smith Smiles, so many great organizations. It's so simple at checkout. All it says is, where do you want your donation to go? You type in the name of the foundation or something even close so we can recognize it. It doesn't have to be exact. And Panthers will play the foundations directly through. I think they're doing e-checks, actually, they told me. A lot of fun. Just about networking our network and giving back to the community and having some fun. Yes? Are you you're, you're going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. What are you eating? <coughs> There's nothing on the set to eat. What I'm eating a mint. What possibly be eating? <coughs> I'm a mint, and it's driving me crazy. And we're going to be Thursday. Thursday, we're going to be at IPIC. Where? IPIC. What are you picking? IPIC. IPIC. Pick, we're picking a show. We're going down to the IPIC Theater and we invite everybody to come on down so we can meet the new owners and the new GM and everybody else is going to be down there. The place is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Is that where you went to the movies this weekend? I did not. All right, we're going to be there. And we're not seeing a movie. We're doing a show there. So we're going to walk through tomorrow with the girls from the Gab Group and have some fun. That's right. I went to the movies and I saw Cold Pursuit. Never heard of it. They have five major people in this movie and I saw it. It was okay. Eh. Well, happy Monday to you. Tomorrow's a big day. We're not discussing it, but it's a big day. So come on down. We're having a non-party party at the cafe. Just saying. Don't go there. I'm not going there. Look what they gave me. See what they gave me? Mm -hmm. Duff, watch your ears. Duff, make sure your mic is... Beware. Now, that's when you're out of bounds. <laughs> and when we come back from commercial, I'm supposed to talk into this thing. And say, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. It, it took a lot of strategies to get these toys in here. I know. You, you know can, that, right? I know. You can find us at 95.3 FM, 1470 AM, live streaming all over social media. Here you know we how go they again. Said, you, said, you know how Nero, they said Nero played the violin while Rome burned. So this is specifically when you start, you know, doing you that thing the you violin do. violin when I go burning? That's right. <laughs> when you start doing that crazy, wacky stuff. If only Jody's watching you right now. Jody, if you were say. here, you would be laughing. Jody's at the radio station. Join our conversation. Give us a call. 888-565-1470. we got a lot going on and a lot of events. We're going to keep scheduling the events. We've got Roots and Wings with us. Ted has brought in more schools. Our first hour, hashtag replay. Go back and see the amazing teachers and principal of Village Academy. Amazing. They go from birth all the way through 12th grade. I didn't realize any school in Pine Beach County, public school, had such a program. Do they want more kids? They got 700. Well, I, I forgot to ask them that. Do they want more? Rona says yes. Education's our game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? Because they're like the biggest secret in Delray. 700 for eight, six months of birth. They put you in school from six months all the way to high school. All the way to high school. That's like, that's like ridiculous. But you know what I found so amazing is that they all came together. It's spring break. We've got more teachers and more principals joining us. The first day of spring break in Palm Beach County. And they all work together. I feel so sorry for them. We're all going to give them like <laughs> a they were so happy. club med or something. We've got to do something for them. Who's hiding over there with the camera? Oh. Who's that? <laughs> Who are you? Did she come with one of you? Who's that? Is she a teacher? Yes, I am. Well, well, get over here. <laughs> well, she's for the last uh, half hour. Yeah, That's but right. get over so here. Join our conversation. Come join the conversation. Come and join the conversation. Are you shy? No. Are you the no, drama she's teacher? Not shy. <laughs> we can keep her right here in camera three. Are you the shy? Are you the drama teacher? What do you do? Um, I teach third grade math and science. I'm also the 21st century coordinator for my school. You're the 21st century as opposed to 20th century. 
Yes, We're past yes, that. Yes, 21st century court name. I never heard of such a What thing. a title. I love it. What does a 21st century coordinator do? Um, it's an enriched program after school, and we provide enrichment opportunities for the students at our school at Rolling Green Elementary. Really? Yes. We got a lot to learn about, Freddie. We got Rona Tata with us from SD Spady Montessori School. And your daughter, I don't even know your first name. I'm sorry. <laughs> My name is Marissa Sagai, and I teach at Bandy Creek Elementary. Well, you know, I know you from someplace. <laughs> It hasn't dawned on me yet, no pun intended. <laughs> You've been using that word all day. But you look very familiar. Does she look like her mother? <laughs> I don't know. Yes, she does. <laughs> and you know what? My son grew up like with, with her son. Thank you. I found out. They went to middle school together. Of course they did. Of course Because Aaron is everywhere. Because every, my son is everywhere. Exactly. Pretty much true. All right. So what school are we talking to now? Yeah, two schools. So... Ted, tell us what you've done with Spady and Banyan Creek and why you bring these lovely ladies. Well, ba Banyan Creek is very similar to the other programs that we do throughout the uh, other schools throughout the, uh, the city. We go in there three times a year and we award the teachers. We go through the classrooms. Uh, they have a special guy there that likes to accompany the principal who usually dresses like Superman and who videos the, the principal dresses like Superman? no not the principal he has a they have a videographer there that uh, dresses like Superman and okay. wanders through and says now where are we going next principal Rabiel. you know so it's kind of fun to go into the classrooms and <laughs> see the teachers and have that kind of introduction but it's always fun to go into elementary schools and see see the kids and see the teachers. And then we have a wonderful principal from the Montessori School in Delray Beach. And uh, Rona and I go back uh, as many years as uh, we went back for, with all the other schools, but because Montessori is a different type of school, the first year we did not go in there and honor the teachers because all the teachers are basically, the, in, in a sense, the school t preaches and teaches that people are, everyone's a team working towards accomplishing the same goal. So at the end of the year, I went and said to her, no, 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 we're going to do something <laughs> at your school next year. We have to figure out what it is. So basically, we take the iReady scores, which we do at <clears throat> the two after-school reading programs that we have, and we honor the kids and the teachers who accomplish that, that goal for us. So... Um, that, that's the way the program, the program operates, and uh, we get up there with all the kids, and we honor all the teachers that help them accomplish those gains. So that's... So, that's you're, so you're a principal. I am. And you're a principal? I'm a teacher. You're a teacher? Yeah. At the same school? No. Different school. This that's, that's not allowed. This is. Spady, which is right down the street from us on mm -hmm. Lake Ida, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Banyan Creek is... On Barwick Road. Just a little more down the street. Okay. <laughs> they were both very close to us. Because yeah. very interesting. But, so the first hour, we had a Title I school, and you had... We're back to that again. A whole different... But Mon you are a Montessori principal. So we are a 100% choice program. We start, choice? Choice. We started age three. Okay. You must apply with the school district, and it's done through a lottery system. So we go age three to grade five. Holy smokes! Wait a minute. You got to be to you got to be selected a to be age three. Oh, age three, pre-K to five, fifth grade. Yes, you have to be selected from a lottery to go to to go to your school. To go to and how many Spady. kids go to your school? I have about six hundred. Holy smokes! That's some lottery. Okay. Yes, so sir. So what what makes it? You know, I mean, I wanted to go to Bronx High School of Science. Okay. And there was a lottery, and it came down to me and Frank 
Kate. I can't remember his last name. And he got it, and I didn't. For us, it's literally like drawing a name out of a hat, except they told that it's me done that. from a computer. They said that to me, but nobody ever showed me the hat. You've got more <laughs> stories, Freddie. You're wearing this the hat. Ted, are you understanding all these stories of him in school? I'm but thinking, this is so true. I'm thinking you need like to have a whole hypnosis kind of regression I need. I'm having it right now. I'm talking to smoke. the principal. I see that. I am going to... Uh, I, because I felt so devastated. Because you, you didn't get, get in? Because I didn't get in. And yeah. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, it motivated me to get in, again, a public school product. I went to NYU Medical. I was a pre-med student. It motivated me because that happened in my life. And I didn't go to Bronx High School of Science, who which was the school in the day up in the Bronx, in mm-hmm. New York City. And Montessori is different, though. It's a whole... We talked about FSAs before. Uh-huh. Montessori is a whole other different Let's way of teaching. Let's talk about that. How is that taught? What's going on there? So at age three, we start with a lot of hands-on kinds of lessons. So even at age three... Three? Three. Age three. You can't imagine how independent they are. And that's really like the crux of the whole program. Create the independence. Follow the child. What do they need to learn? Where do they want to go? And they start with even just fine motor skills. Even the three-year-olds are picked out of a Yep. They'll take like marbles and they'll pour them, you know, into one container and then they'll pour them back. Or they'll take tweezers and they'll do the same thing. It's a great way um, to learn. It's a great way. It's really it's hands-on. It's kinesthetic. Get closer to your mic. This is Mr. K, it's but Mr. he's K. from Banyan. Okay. <laughs> all right, this is, you see, I get all confused this way. See? And they, in, the, in Banyan, they teach the same way? No. 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 No, we're not. Uh, we're standard. Elementary school. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Montessori, I find them both fascinating, but I don't know a whole lot about Montessori, but it's more about the kids get to do pretty much what they want to do, right? So, they so like my kind of that, that is an old-fashioned way of thinking. Now, Maria um, came up with the program 110 years ago, so she's... Maria Montessori. Maria Montessori had 110 <laughs> years like, ago. Maria. I didn't know who the hell that was. We are on a first-name basis. 110 years ago, the programs had to change and shift so this is like a giant think tank you're like google well no you know what in theory that's the way it should be but we still have to answer to the state standards we still have to answer to the governor we do have structure we do follow the core um the standards that are there and uh, now we take the montessori lessons that are hands-on that are intrinsic that are environmental and we match it to the core instead of the other way around so when you say you take that what does that mean what if i wanted to I can't even say send my kid there because they got to be selected. But suppose they are selected. Say Rowan gets selected to go there. Let's say Rowan gets selected to go there. So that's why we normally start at age three and we grow them up through the program. Um, Until where? High school? College? Until fifth grade. Until fifth fifth grade. grade. Mm -hmm. Fifth grade. Okay. Um, If we take them in third grade, then they really don't know the Montessori lessons and the hands-on manipulate, you know, the manipulatives that we use at such a young age. So it's very hard for them to catch on at that point. And how does that translate Um, once they leave fifth grade, right? Then they have to go to another type of school. So they become problem solvers because as they get to three, four, and five grades, um, that's what they learn. They learn to be problem solvers, deep thinkers. Uh, peace educators, big thing about uh, Maria Montessori was she was all about peace education in the environment. How do you um, teach? I love that. Where do you go? But where do you hour. go with this kind of advanced education? Where do you go in the sixth grade? What? what, what that so they go. Kind of they go anywhere in the in the county. They can go to their feeder school, which is Carver Middle School. They can go to Bach. They can go to Don Estridge. There's a school called to, Bach. There is a school called Bach. Middle school for music. 
and arts. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't figure that one. Well, I was sure. So, and then that feeds into Dreyfus. Of course. If you get in. <laughs> if you get of course. in. That's right. another selective. Right. You know, it's complicated right. to go to school in Palm Beach County. Right. There's a lot, a lot of, of choices. There's a lot of choices, a lot mm-hmm. of pressure. We talked about that last week about what all of these parents were allegedly accused of doing, right? But maybe to alleviate some of the pressure, they caused their own issues. But, you know, are they being chosen to get into this lottery, to get to this school? And then you go to the next one. And it's not only about going to college. It's the whole process along the way. Well, when you're three years of age, though, I, it, it, it's amazing that you can hand-select three-year-olds that are going to be, I guess, the future of this country, right? I mean, that's Correct. really what it comes down to. Correct. But how do you teach Peace education. I'm fascinated by that. So um, each classroom, like, will have a peace table in in the corner somewhere off center. And if you know little kids like to tattle, they'll come up to the teacher and say, you know, Johnny took my pencil, and the teacher will say, go over to the peace table, and there's tools on the peace table to walk them through a conversation to see if they can solve the problem on their own and come to a peaceful resolution. And if they can't, then the teacher will handle it. I have an idea. Oh, no, here we you go. want a peace table. We Teddy. have one, as a matter of fact. The table behind Ted that you call the branding bar, we're going to call it the peace table. Right. So you it's can't all even about say no to that idea because you know it's brilliantly What's wrong with the table in front of you? Well, we have this as a conversation. We take all this off and we put peace stuff on it. Okay, what about that over behind Ted? Our branding table can become a peace table. We're going to go to war with this. What happened to peace? I see. He likes it or no? I don't know. <laughs> you like that, Hector? We don't. It's you know we talked about it on the first hour, right? It's our kids get through school. And it's always about the grades to get to the next level, to pass the test, to say they've succeeded because they've got into this college or they've got this job or this graduate school. But at the end of the day, if they can't be kind to each other and they can't make peace and be problem solvers, then what have we done in our world of education? Agreed. We haven't. We've maybe past the skill of they're literate and they know how to get the grades, but what is that saying about humankind and mankind? And why don't we stop at the fifth grade? Why don't we go to the twelfth grade? That's a really good question. Well, I need a good answer. I'm going to, well, Maria, I can't call, but I can call (laughs) Donald Fenoy. Let's see if we can get the superintendent. Let's see. All right, somebody get Donald who? (laughs) Somebody get Donald Fenoy on the phone. I mean, come on now. This is just ridiculous. You got a system that works, and let's cut it short? That's like finding the cure to something like cancer and then saying you can't give it out. Because you take all these kids that are outside of the box, right? Right. And now we're putting them in a box in sixth grade. When we said before, right, Ted, that middle school is the hardest grade to actually oh, it could feel move like these a kids box. forward? It could feel like a box because it all depends on your experience here. I had a great fifth grade, the best. I won my, my medal and everything that I still wear. I still have. Um, I had a great fifth grade. But the sixth was, I had to go to another environment. It was, it was scary. I think you're writing your autobiography right here on sixth No, I'm, I'm like back in school. <laughs> I hear it. Oh, we should that. call. Let's call somebody. And get somebody on the phone and find out why not. Is have it, a peace table. I bet you it's going to be funding and things. It's stupidity. That's like exactly this, right? what it That's is. That's what we got, Ted. <laughs> Give us a call. We're going to go to commercial break, Duff. 888-565-1470. Ted, no you ready? Hey, Duff, you ready? We're going to commercial, Duff. Stay tuned. We'll be right I back. I said, Ken, you're ready. Ken's not ready.
At Carmen Care Advanced Laser Therapy, our professional team specializes in finding the best alternative laser therapy treatments for your painful conditions. Do you suffer with chronic pain, a post-traumatic injury, or simply looking for the benefits of cell rejuvenation to the skin? Schedule a consultation today to understand how photobiomodulation can help reduce your symptoms, reduce or even eliminate pain. Give us a call today, 561-405-9577. We focus on treating you who has a disease, not a disease that defines who you are. Contact Carmen Care Laser Therapy today, 561-405-9577 or CarmenCareLaser.com. Global is the world's smartest business card that virtually allows a person or business to digitally share all of their information. With a V-Card, sharing information is one simple click away. No need to open emails, websites, or social media. Updating information is easy and instant. V-Card Global is the ultimate marketing tool, transforming the way we connect, communicate, and collaborate to grow your business. Text J-E-N-N-G to 80800. Revolutionize your business card. For information, contact Jennifer. Text J-E-N-N-G to 80800 for your free digital business card today. Sexy, seductive, and beautiful. Looking for a professional and talented photographer? Danielle Bujan specializes in capturing flirtatious and tasteful images for yourself or your partner. Located in South Florida, Danielle really knows how to bring out your inner beauty on a shoot. Visit her website at www.daniellebuljan.com or call her at 561-305-2241 to capture your most desirable moments. Thank you, thank you, thank you for watching the Brooklyn Cafe, where every day is a new adventure. If you'd like to join Dawn and Freddie S. at the cafe, give them a call at 888-565-1470, toll free. Come on in for a cup of coffee or call to share a thought for the day and get all the information you need to help your business grow. Don't forget, sharing is caring, and to like this video, let's reopen the cafe doors now. Back to Dawn and Freddie S. And we're back. What happened to this? No, I didn't do that. How does this work? Right, leave it alone. It's very loud. Watch it. Hello, hello, hello. It's not so loud. Yeah, well, Maybe this is right. what I need instead of a mic. Well, yeah. Mic, 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 mic. Yeah, do this. You got to sli slide it off. No, I'll leave it to you. Too many toys on this set. Welcome back you to the Purple Cafe. You have it off. Yeah, try not. <laughs> you do it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. There you have it. Give us a call, 888-565-1470. We're on spring break Monday. We've got so many teachers and principals joining us today at that cafe. If you have any questions about what's going on, give us a call, 888-565-1470. Say hi to Mr. Duff. We've got Banyan Creek on set with us, and we have S.D. Spavey. Welcome from Banyan Creek. Welcome. Thank you. So what grade does Banyan Creek go up to? Fifth grade. And it starts where? Kindergarten through fifth grade. Okay, so that's like a normal school. Yes, <laughs> normal school. <laughs> and what do you teach? I teach fifth grade. How long have you been doing that? 
seven years. Oh my goodness. You've wow. been teaching seven years. You look like you're 12. I know. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. Not. <laughs> you like it? I love it. You like being yeah, a teacher? I love it. Fifth grade's kind of hard though. Because you've got these kids that with the, uh, like I said, middle school is hard. Fifth grade is right on that cusp of, I'm not a little kid. I'm moving into middle school. They're way bigger in size than the kindergartners. And bigger than me sometimes. How old is, <laughs> how old is the fifth grade at 12? No, they're about 10 and 11. But you know, they're eating, we've talked about this, all the meats and everything have hormones in them. So they, they're bigger now than they used to be. Fifth grade is what we used to draft playing baseball and football. They were the best athletes, the, the, the fifth graders. You know, smarter than the fifth grader, that whole thing. And fifth grade is, you teach, is general or is going out to, do, they go to science. So they go to Mr. K for science. Are they going out for different core subjects? Not for, my class is self-contained, so I teach all their core subjects. But we do have some classes that break off for math science and all of their language do, arts uh, that's, They don't move around? They some don't really do. move no. around. They do, might have two teachers or just one. In my case, they have just me. So you're, you're the all-around guru? Sure. You teach it all. <laughs> and Mr. K, how do they come to you? Which grades come to you then? Uh, they, they I, have they closer to you, I have kindergarten through fifth. So I teach uh, literally the entire school. Yes. So then some kids will leave. You just have a self-contained class, but a lot of some other so classes do. So he's on the fine arts wheel. So the kids, all the kids go to him every seven days. So in seven days, I see the entire school of 1,000 children. Yes. I have eight classes a day, back to back, about 30 minutes eight each. Eight classes a day? Yes, sir. Well, sometimes it's seven. I might have a break. <laughs> Something you've been, I heard a rumor you've been doing this how many years? 50. 50 years. 50 years. Yes, it requires a low IQ. Uh, <laughs> Holy Just smokes. So all these kids rotate every seven days. Yes. What's the difference between the fine arts wheel and the not in fine arts wheel? How do you choose, how do the kids end up on one wheel versus it's, another? It's kind of, they get, they get everything, but that's where they get their extracurriculars. So there's also a music class and an art class, a PE class. So he's one of those art classes that they see on the wheel. So he gets the opportunity to but do your science. the extra stuff. Yes. He gets to do the experiments so, and the hands-on things that we don't necessarily have time confused. to do. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't even know science my name anymore. Now the fine arts wheel. Whatever it right. takes to keep fine arts in the schools, if we have to label science and keep it sit in. Now PE is gym, right? Correct. Yes. Still the same? You still same. use the same two letters? Do you, do, do you take them to a gym? <laughs> Or do you take them outside? He's a science teacher. No, just I, science. Science. I have a lab. I have, I have oh, you a, have a lab? Yeah, they come to me. Right. They come to me. The teachers bring to me. And she's, I satisfy. The fine arts team satisfies the teacher break. By contract, they need about, uh, I don't know, 30 minutes, I guess. Uh, and so, so every day, uh, a teacher brings their class to either art, music, PE, or, or computer, gotcha. or me. You know, science. They still give homework? I don't give homework. We they don't give homework in fine arts, but in, d in regular uh, classes I give they do. You still give homework. <laughs> but science is now considered fine arts, so there's no homework. I guess. So he's. I still teach science. I still teach the core science to my students, so they still can get science assignments or homework. His he gets to go above and beyond what I get to do in the classroom. And you get to do the labs. And Ted was telling us some. You have pets in your classroom. I have lots of pets in my classroom. The children like that. You know, what do you have? have well, we have fish and turtles, and we have crayfish, and we have uh, uh, we have geckos and bearded dragons and red-footed tortoises, and we have uh, the star of the show is Oreo. Uh, he's a guinea pig, and he looks the coloration. He looks like an Oreo cookie, and children love him. He's loving. Uh, Who takes care of all the animals? I do. That's why I'm there. To, I just came. I just left my classroom. You take care of all the animals? Yes, I do. You don't teach them to do it? 
Uh, well, yeah, I do. I have helpers come in, feed the fish, you know, but I, as far as like cleaning cages and doing some of the more um, necessary things, I have to do it. So I'm there on Sunday. Luckily, the church has a, uh, the school has a church group that occupies the, um, every Sunday morning, so I, I'm there, so that's nice. So you're there Security Sundays is, as well? Security is off, and so I can go in and take care of all the animals and feed the turtles. And it's spring break, and you're there too. Pardon? You're at spring break, and you're taking care of the animals. Well, uh, I, it, yes, um, but I, it's my choice. You know, I, I, I like my animals, and I like my lab, and, and I get ideas, and I, I go in and I create things so that when they come in, they're, they're awed. You know, I like that. I remember my kids were in elementary school. During break, they would, all the animals would get dispersed amongst the kids, and it was an honor for the kids to take whatever it was the home. Hamster home. Right? And it was so stressful because you didn't want anything to happen to the hamster or the turtle or the fish or the stuffed animal little bear that would come home and that would always get lost someplace. It was a lot of stress. So it's good that you're keeping it where it is. I, um, I took home the hamster in the fifth grade, and it died oh. at home. Oh, that's exactly why it's better that the animals stay back in the classroom. And my brother, may he rest in peace. Harry did everything he could to find a hamster that looked like the hamster that died. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So and Ted, tell us about the awards at Roots and Wings, because you've brought all these schools and teachers forward that Roots and Wings has done with Spady and with Banyan Creek. I wouldn't say we brought the schools forward. Well, here, to our set today. Well, they, uh, I sent out a notice to all the principals and said, we have this opportunity to explain what the schools do and what uh, what honoring the teachers has meant to the teachers, and I got some great responses, and we put the show together. So very cool. Um, they're here to tell the story. I'm I'm only here to to sit and listen. Really, I mean they're they're doing the great. They're doing the heavy lifting. Every day, right? Being a teacher Every and day. a principal, what what you get to do with these students, you spend more time with the kids than they spend at home. Yes, true. Yeah. Contact time. Mm-hmm. Contact time mm-hmm. and food, right? Some of your schools, some of the kids are on free and reduced lunch or they're getting breakfast, they're getting lunch. You are their lifeline and their confidant and, and so much of what you do, you have to work in partnership with the families. Communication, we're talking about that, right? A kid that likes you seems to learn more because he wants to be there. Fearing you is not communication. And dredging going to classes is, again, not communication. So what's the secret? I mean, i got to go to the master. You've been around... You've been teaching science for 50 years? Yes. How do you get them to buy in when they're new? Not the ones that know you for a few years. I'm talking about the old and new ones. I don't know. I think it's your demeanor in the classroom. It's, your, uh, it's just the way that you, uh, you treat the animals and you treat them. It's... Uh, there's a lot of love, you know, and a lot of love in the classroom, uh, a lot of caring. Uh, children love to feed the fish. They like being responsible for various things. Feeding the turtles. We have turtles that are, uh, it, it's really gotten bad. Uh, you know, they're addicted to, uh, <clears throat> to boar's head sliced turkey. <laughs> and it's costing me a fortune. Thank God we have uh, generous, warm, thoughtful people in the community like Roots and Wings that can uh, provide for us. Well, uh, so, tell me what Roots and Wings has done for your school. Well, um, I put down some thoughts on paper because I've never spoken on radio before. Well, congratulations. And, uh, now you have. Yes. <laughs> your bucket uh, list is done. Well, um, it's just uh, an uplift. Uh, it's a heartwarming experience because Roots and Wings, which began uh, you know, with one lady in New Jersey, uh, realizing that foster children, once they're out of the program, 
uh, are alone in the world, you know? and they need the uh, the strength of a good set of roots, and they need to be able. If someone someone needs to blow air under their wings and spread their wings so they can soar into society, and um, through her efforts, um, we now have roots and wings, which is awesome. You know, it's it's wonderful. Um, Ted's when done I a remarkable up, job, right? Roots and Wings, giving back, helping fund some of the programs and extracurricular and awarding the teachers more than the money. Recognizing the teachers when sometimes you have this thankless job, you feel it's thankless, but the kids love you. They just can't always express what they have to say. And clever the way they've done it because they've approached uh, other educators in the school so that other educators nominate. So though it's really, uh, it's a nomination from your own peers, which is an excellent way to do it. It's not through my efforts or what if I was good at, at writing and uh, I submitted a paper and through that I won an award. But this is different. This comes from the nitty gritty everyday experiences that educators have and they nominate and then uh, the, um, the members... surprise. <laughs> and then they come Price into your room comes. and... The prize and tell you to turn the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a lot of tours, parents that come in, prospective parents that want to send their children to our school. So I have a lot of tours coming through. And I've been told, uh, just ignore them. Go on with doing what you're doing. So when, when uh, Roots and Wings came in, I, I pretty much ignored them. And I, was <laughs> I went on with my lesson, and uh, it was my principal that had to turn the lights on and say, uh, Mr. K, Mr. K, uh, uh, you know, stop. <laughs> and, uh, now the wonderful and thing is, the gentleman that helped me establish this in Delray Beach, Chuck Holberg, had had two children go through his classes. And so I said to Chuck, you got to come, because Chuck hasn't been to all the awards since he helped do this several years ago at Pine Grove. So, but he had to be there for that one because of, of Mr. K. And so when we went in there and the lights came on, Mr. K lit up a little bit because of Chuck. Yeah, we go through this process and right, we grade our schools, we grade our kids and all these things, but if you actually look at the individuals and the teachers and the students that make the school what it is, and I've lived in this community a long time and Banyan Creek, so many of my kids' friends went through Banyan Creek through Del Prado, friends' parents have taught at Spady, and I feel so old because it's so many years ago, but these schools yeah. are just I'm going to so age you a little bit because Marissa went to Banyan Creek <laughs> as a student, um, and her principal, Bill Fay, was the one who hired too. her right out of um, college. But and it's a she's working alongside of the teachers that educated her back in the day. And uh, it just shows her love and commitment for the school that she was raised in. South Florida is such an incredible community, and sometimes if we can look past the awards and the governors and the legislature on what's, what it's doing and really look at the impact that these teachers and administration are having on our kids and the families and that ripple effect. It's remarkable what's happening in South Florida. Well, it's, it, you know, it, longevity in my, in my game, what we do, is the true effect of, of being successful. I think it's the cafeteria food that keeps us going. <laughs> it's you coming back. You know, there isn't enough thank yous that can be expressed. And we talked about this in the first hour. There's not enough thank you for what you ladies and gentlemen do for our kids, our society, our community. And for you to say 50 years, and I know that for you it's a love of passion, 
But you have to look at, you know, you look at a great football player like a, like a Brady or you look at a great quarterback out of Denver, whatever his name, or Green Bay, you know, all these great players in the sport. You're, you're up there with them because you are just as great as a Brady. Think about this. You have educated more minds and souls than any of those guys in all the history of their game. Yet they get all the accolades and they get Super Bowl rings and they're the best. <laughs> but the bottom line here is that they can't hold a candle to you. To any of you, right? You've changed so lives. It comes down to you change lives. They play lives. Big difference. That's humbling to say, you know, but uh, the warmth you feel when uh, Roots and Wings come in, that's amazing. Uh, these are great members of our, commi- uh, our community. Outstanding. And Ted, I hope you awesome. join us Saturday at Brooklyn we'll Cafe there. on Ice. We'll be there. Let's go to commercial break. I know, Duff, it's a little early, but we've got a whole other school we've got a spotlight as well. So give us a call, 888-565-1470, and we'll be right back. Let's all welcome a new sponsor to the show. It's Ant2TV the first and only internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full-service internet TV radio production company, discover Amp2 TV, a full-service production company that can provide all streaming videos in studio or remotely. They offer web page development, and they use all the latest platforms to help make all your business selling points more powerful. They can do remotes or live radio streaming as well as tape productions for social media platforms and television. Amp2 TV can handle all of your television needs, including closed captioning for a perfect on-air telecast. Choose from a variety of creative TV and radio packages or visit one of their many studios to get your creative juices flowing. Come and see why Amp2 TV works with many major companies, including Comcast, Bravo, and Fox 29, as well as individuals and businesses of all types and sizes. To see samples of their work or to find out more, visit their website at amp2.tv. That's A-M-E, the number 2.tv, or call them at 866-224-5422. Feel free to call for a quote or just a consult of how to put your business on a social media platform or radio platform or just doing a show that is covered by all platforms. Call 866-224-5422 and make an appointment. That's 866-224-5422. I'm Eileen Lemelman, licensed clinical social worker at the Center for Authentic Living. And I am Dr. Jill Schwartzberg, licensed psychologist at the Center for Authentic Living. We are holistic mental health practitioners providing a variety of treatment modalities to help you. We offer individual therapy, couples therapy, family therapy, as well as numerous groups and workshops. Don't forget to contact us at 561 265-5738 or visit us at www.centerforauthenticliving.com Don't forget to be mindful and breathe. Do you want to enhance your love life with flowers? Rejuvenate love, life, health with flowers from Blossom Moments? 
weekly deliveries to your home, your business, hospital, or even senior centers. Give us a call at 561-951-6343. Blossom Moments could also coordinate your wedding or event. Contact Blossom Moments at bmgevents.net. For all of your floral event needs, large or small, call Blossom Moments, 561-951-6343. And we look forward to hearing from you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for watching the Brooklyn Cafe, where every day is a new adventure. If you'd like to join Dawn and Freddie S. at the cafe, give them a call at 888-565-1470, toll free. Come on in for a cup of coffee or call to share a thought for the day and get all the information you need to help your business grow. Don't forget, sharing is caring, and to like this video, let's reopen the cafe doors now. Back to Dawn and Freddie S. It's even loud in my own ear. And we are back at the Brooklyn Cafe TV on Spring Break Monday. Freddie's getting himself a cup of coffee that tastes like lead. I don't know what Steve put in that coffee, but I think he poured the whole bag of cafe coffee in That's there. That's the Steve special. Oh, I cannot even drink it. It's a little strong. Woo! What a Monday to kick off Spring Break with, right? Well, we just, I just found out that they have a little something, something. We're going to go check them out. They got a little studio down there. All right. And she said, come on up and help us put it together so we may V-mix them in. Oh, very cool. We're going to take a look at that. But now we've got Rolling Green Elementary School with us. Roots and Wings has expanded up into Boynton Beach. Ted, you just keep growing. Rolling Green. Well, there, there are lots of wonderful teachers deserving of awards uh, all over Palm Beach County. I love what you're doing. What a job you got. Tell us about Rolling Green. Allison is the principal. I just got to get you closer to your mic, please. So Rolling Green is a neighborhood school, and we are 99% free and reduced lunch. We're a Title I school, and most of our students um, walk to our campus, which is really nice. We just have about three buses, and we have a lot of wonderful students, and our staff is incredible, and it's so nice that they actually are getting recognized for all of the hard work that they do day in and day out. How long have you been principal at Rolling Green? I'm going on my fifth year. Wow. Did she say free lunches? I know. That's what you're hung up on. You know, a lot of these schools that <laughs> I, Ted has brought forward are on free and reduced lunch. They're Title I schools. Is that what Title I means? It means you get free or reduced paid lunch? What comes I'm going to let the experts answer that. I don't, want I don't know what so, it means. Um, so the amount of your free and reduced lunch, it... it then put you in a category for Title I. Okay. So it does. Do they give you extra funding as well for staff and programs, or is it just the food? No, you get an additional budget for programs, teachers, all sorts of things to help the students. And how many students are at Rolling Green? We have 810 students currently. Holy smokes. She's got the biggest class. And that's from what grades? From pre-K through fifth grade. And what age does pre-K start? We um, start at four, but you can take three-year-olds in your program. We currently just have four-year-olds in our program. And it goes to what now? Twelve? Fifth grade. Fifth grade. Yeah, the other school went through twelfth grade. You've gotten a lot of education here today. I'm so educated right now. It's unbelievable. I still can't get out with a lunch thing. And what grade do you teach? Or what do you teach? I teach third grade math and science at Rolling Green Elementary. So the kids break out and they rotate different classes? Yes, it's departmentalized. How long have you been there? Um, eight years. I've been teaching for nine years. You like it? Yes, I love it. You love it? What makes you, why do you love it? Um, the environment is, we're family. It's the Rolling Green family. So the culture of the school, the climate, 
I just enjoy. It's you, welcoming. You know what I like about teachers? They are the nicest people. They are the nicest people on the planet. There is nothing nicer than I used to say this to my sister, who was a real pain in the. <clears throat> but she was the nicest, and still is one of the nicest people. Biggest hearts is the. But you know what makes a really good school community is the administration, because for the teachers to come together and love what they do and love coming to work every day, they love the kids. But there's a lot of inter- adult interaction also, and it has to come from the administration, which I was saying in the last hour. Because if you don't foster a family unit, you don't foster camaraderie and helping each other when one day is rough, and especially when your kids are going from class to class, different teachers are working with the same kids. You have to work together to make it a cohesive unit. And the other thing that's important, I think, is every single school that has been here today has all talked about that entity as a family. Yes. And I think that's so important because that's what makes it so great because they view the children as part of their family and they're in the job of trying to make this whole thing work and we're just in the job of trying to give them a little extra spark a little reward a little something that will make them i mean to to me when we go into a classroom and she'll tell you she was emotional when we went into the classroom they all were at Rolling Green because it was a brand new program. But even if it isn't a brand new program, they're still emotional because you've gone in and you're basically saying to them, thank you for your service, right? And if you do it right, the kids who are happy to raise their hand and say, oh, you know, what makes your teacher great? Oh, and they come up with a million different things that they want to tell you. And when they go home, if you're really lucky, they say to their parents, guess what happened in school today? my teacher got honored as a great teacher. And then you've sort of, you've got the trifecta because everything that you've got and accomplished is wonderful. You've got the teacher happy because the teacher's been honored really, but they got the honor from other teachers who recommended them for the honor. You have the kids who are happy to be in the classroom and they're happy for their teacher. And you have parents who understand that the teacher that's teaching their child is a great teacher. I mean, what could be better than that? What did it feel like when Ted came in? Um, I was overwhelmed with emotion. I was honored. And um, Did you know, know he was coming? No, he surprised me. And the most special part, like he said, was the students. When he asked the students what was special. Sorry, I'm not trying to get emotional again. But it was just an honor to be honored. <laughs> It's, you know, there's a lot of times as teachers you feel it's thankless. Why do I do this every day? Well, with a lot of jobs, right? Here you are shaping the minds of these kids, and you think, can't they just listen? And then there's that one moment that makes it all worthwhile, and then you go back the next day and you start again. Right. What is it? Were you a teacher before you became a principal? I was. I actually was. Um, I started off, I came through Palm Beach County Schools myself as a child. And um, when I was in college, I got the opportunity to become a teacher's assistant. And I was a teacher's assistant at Rolling Green. So to come back as a principal was really neat. And when she talks about the family and the community, it truly is. We currently have one teacher that went to Rolling Green that is now a teacher and two teachers on our campus actually taught her. So you see a lot of that there and um, just the the camaraderie among us and and being able to give them the appreciation that they truly deserve has just been a wonderful, wonderful thing. It's such a simple thing too. The greatest part about the program is it's so simple. All you do is say to the principal, we want to come and honor 
your teachers, you figure it out, you send the notice out to your teachers to recommend people. They don't know, all of a sudden, someone's coming into their classroom and saying, you did a great job. What could be better? Well, it, it's amazing. It's amazing that you give that opportunity. I know that you do it, and to you, it's it's very simple. But as the principal, all sorts of wheels are turning, all sorts of ideas. Because one of the things I, I was asked to be to be a uh, a teacher like you were when you started, and, and I turned it down. An assistant. I an assistant. I, I turned it down, because one of the problems is that I'm always thinking out of the box, and I'm always challenging. And in the day, you couldn't do that. You could not think out of the box. It was what it is. This is what it is. You got to follow, and I couldn't do that. I wanted to do that, but you know, it's like the animals and all that. I would have had a zoo <laughs> going on in my life, and I could not discipline myself to the curriculum. There's nothing wrong with the curriculum. It was just me. But for you, <laughs> yes, changed. It has. I haven't changed I because as soon as I see a lull, we're going to go to the next level. So what you do seems simple, but in your world. Change. Are you are you allowed to introduce change? Do you see? Because you have teachers that have all these different skills. It's like playing the piano and coming up with a new song every day. Do they allow you to make changes, out of the box thinking, things of that nature? They do, and we really value our teachers' input because they are. Um, hands-on they're working with the students on a day-in and day-out basis so they truly know what's best for their students and so they we, let you do this now you can think out of the box yes different. i'm ready you know what's so nice about a neighborhood school i used to teach at a neighborhood school that everyone is from the same community the kids walk it slows down the pace the families know each other and there are other schools, and it's great, and their charter or their lottery. What does neighborhood mean? You just take kids from the neighborhood? Yes. You don't take them from across the street? The majority of our students are within walking distance. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that existed. And I don't know how the boundaries, how any of that works in the system, the county system, but it's really nice when it does because it's a more sense of a family, right? Because when the kids want to go home and play or you need help picking your kids up after school or someone's working... You're not what, saying, i got to take the train because this one's here and this one's there. The kids can do things on weekends and they can have a bigger friendship. And you know everyone who's there. It changes. You know, I get really confused. So fifth grade and then you go six to, what, 12, eight. 11, 10, 9. 12 to 8, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, middle, middle school, right? Middle, 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 middle school. Six to eight is middle school six and to nine eight. to 12 is high school. So I, I went to three different places. Yes. <laughs> You talk about confused. I had to take the train. I had to take the four. Well, that's what I'm saying. So imagine how nice it is to have a community school. I would embrace it. Are you kidding? I would live in the cafeteria. The parents walk you to school. You know there's a friend. You know if you're stuck at work. Parents walk you to school. Someone else can pick you up from school, and you have the friendship, and it's right there. And your parents walk you to school? No, we had this conversation. No, they did not. I didn't go to a neighborhood school. So I guess I went to a neighborhood school because nobody walked me to school. I was back in the day when you took the. You know, the dinosaurs, and it rode you to school. Wow. <laughs> but it's different. I got sent with a gang of kids to school. Me and my 15 cousins. But it's really different. And what Ted is doing with Roots and Wings is truly amazing and giving back. And what, what's advice you would give to someone who wants to be an up-and-coming teacher? Um, just have a lot of patience. Be open-minded. And You have a lot of patience? Yeah, I would say I have a lot of patience. Really? Yeah. You're a patient person, calm, cool, and collective. Yeah, I don't like to toot my own horn. But. I think she does. Look how calm she, she has is that sitting here, right? The She's other one, not so much. She was like, mm, let's get up and go. 
but it's different personalities and and the kids feel that and they know and when kids come to you they must feel like it's just so comfortable well i would hope they do it's it's amazing to me because every single teacher that we honor uh, has a different story the one that was reluctant to sit in the front row she's she's taught french as i think she said she says she's going to teach me french and we went into her classroom uh, i think it was last year and as we walked into the classroom she had no idea and the minute she saw the bag she said we did this in front of her. She's a, she teaches high school. She, she said, wait a second, in front of her kids, and she went to the corner, and she said, I need to find some Kleenex. Because she was so emotional that she didn't want to be, had to have a picture of her taken, Aww. you know, crying. And she said afterwards, she said, I've been teaching for 27 years. No one's ever come into my classroom before and said thank you. Wow. And now that's, that. that's... You know, that's why we do what we do. That's tough because right Because that's, that's big. Uh, you know, it's just is so wonderful to be able to experience those things. In every single school, there's another story. There's a Mr. K. There's, there's a teacher who, um, Alan, at your school, is, as I'm giving him his award, he asks me if he can pay it forward. I said, no, you can't pay this forward. <laughs> this is your award, you know? I mean, this is what this is what makes teachers special, and they need to be, you know, they need to be put up on that pedestal. You need to have more and more stories about teachers and what they do and how they're great because they're all special. Because without our teachers, our kids wouldn't be educated, and they wouldn't have that trust factor in the family. And to know that they have someplace safe to go, your kids are safe. They should be safe in school. To know that they're in that safe safety and nurturing environment it's remarkable what you're all doing thank you so much ted for bringing this bringing everyone to our show roots and wings fabulous job and thank you thank you thank you for you guys for everything you do for our community and you have a home here everyone to come and just sit and talk we can do that too. anytime bring the kids thank let's bring you. some thank field you. trips here <laughs> have a great day everyone wow happy monday spring break watch out the kids are on the streets riding bikes please be careful be kind to each other we'll see you tomorrow same time same place don't be late bye-bye Pure Wave. Supercharge your cells. Energize your body with Pure Wave therapy. Internationally patented, Pure Wave technology helps eliminate radiation from modern electronic devices, which can cause chronic disease. Pure Wave technology strengthens the immune system and metabolism while activating hormone production. PureWaveNow.com, 561-965-7777. Are you ready for improved cell regeneration, less discomfort, a longer, healthier, vital life? Contact purewavenow.com for your consultation. Non-invasive technology promotes relaxation, a better quality of life, and more energy. Call PureWave now at 561-965-7777, purewavenow.com. 
The Heart of Delray Gallery, located in the Delray Art Complex, is one of South Florida's top venues for art, culture, music, and private events. The Heart of Delray Gallery is a cutting-edge, 11,000-square-foot art exhibition showcasing local artists and artisans with the highest quality of talent and vision, highlighting South Florida's creative arts. Visit us at the Heart of Delray Gallery, 1440 North Federal Highway in Delray Beach. Come, take a tour, book your next private event or fundraiser, or join us for Art Walk the first Friday of every month from 6 to 11 p.m. For more information, give us a call at 561-278-0074. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day. If you missed some of the last from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring you more goodwill next time. You can follow the cafe on Facebook at the Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. We'll see you next time. <laughs>